You've tuned in to the Beyond Hope podcast, your access to success strategies and more to help you survive and thrive through your loved one's addiction challenges while you move onward and upward with your life. Now, here's your host, Shar Jones. everyone. Welcome to the show. This is Shar Jones, and I'm the host of Beyond Hope, um, and I'm also the mother of an addict. So I understand. I understand what it means to love someone who struggles with addiction. It has been a very long journey for me, but I have gotten to a place of hope, uh, beyond hope, which is kind of the ironic twist to the name that I think really hope is where the healing begins. And on the other side of hope is life and joy and love and all these things that are no longer contingent upon the recovery of our addicts. So what I'm hoping to do with this podcast is bring to you so many people that I respect and admire, experts within the industry of addiction and recovery who who have so much valuable information to share Um, with me, with you, with all of us. And in addition, we'll be bringing you some stories of hope and hopefully some laughs, maybe some tears along the way, but it's going to be all good. So thank you so much for joining me today. And I look forward to this journey with you. Hey there. So before I jump into today's interview with the beautiful Stephanie Wagner, I want to acknowledge that I understand how how short our attention spans are these days. You know, when you think about it, like if we aren't moved to tears, laughter, or anger, or inspiration, or something within the first few seconds, we are over it. We're like on to the next thing. We're so bored. So I, I mentioned that because this was my first episode that I ever recorded. And the sound quality is pretty crappy and I'm just, you know, I get super excitable and some kind of all over the place. Please ignore me and pay attention to what Stephanie had to say because she did such a beautiful job of sharing some really intimate, personal moments with you. And Stephanie has this sense of calmness and peace about her and self-confidence about her that is so inspiring. And she attributes that to her morning practice. So I just was really excited to have her on the show just to share with you kind of what's changed in her life since she started her morning practice. And if you are one of those people that hears yourself talking about how busy you are being busy, like how miserable you are, like how nobody can understand what you're going through, and then that you have no time for yourself, you have no time for anything, If that sounds familiar to you, I'm not trying to make light of what you're going through. I just want you to listen to what Stephanie has to say. She's been through a lot and her morning practice has absolutely changed the way that she shows up in the world, the relationships with her children, with her husband, her career, all things. And she's so inspiring and I just can't wait to share with you. So here she is. Enjoy and I will talk to you soon. Welcome you, Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. 
I just, um, I really am excited to talk to you. The reason why I invited you to join me today on this podcast is because I think you have something really special to share, something that you have incorporated into your life that has absolutely impacted um, your relationships, relationships with your family, with your husband, with your child, positively impacted all those areas and the way you see yourself and the way you show up in your life. And before we go there, though, I really just would love to ask you to you know, introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about yourself and share a few random facts with us just so sure. we can be better. Definitely. Well, I am a mom as well. My kids are four and six and um, I've been married for nine years this year. And I'm originally from California, but I've lived here in Washington for about 13 years. And so it feels like home now. And I live uh, on the east side of uh, Seattle in Redmond. And I think you wanted me to share a couple of random facts about myself. Yeah. Um, A couple that I, it was, I haven't been asked that question in a long time. (laughs) We want the dirt. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So a couple of random facts that I came up with um, that most people might not know is one that I lived in Spain. Oh, wow. Really? Mm-hmm. That was lots of fun. Oh my God. I've always wanted to go there. That's on my bucket list. <laughs> gorgeous. It was, it was a wonderful time. And uh, another one is that I'm a closet karaoke singer. <laughs> yeah. I love on our to-do list. <laughs> I know. And then let's see. One more little fact is that I have... Uh, 100% Mer- Mexican heritage. So oh, wow. I like to joke with my husband that I'm a purebred. <laughs> I love that. I love yeah. that. Are you fluent with the language? I wish I was. Um, I've lost it, but I did grow up when I was very little speaking Spanish. And um, it's just kind of funny because I, I know this is audio only, but I have somewhat of an ambiguous look. And so some people... You know, they question, are you Persian? Are you Indian? Like Native American Indian? Uh Are you Mexican? Not Hispanic? We're not sure. So, so anyways, that's um, a little fun fact. I remember my grandma was fluent. She would speak Spanish and um, she just taught me the swear words, but I've forgotten those too. Yeah. (laughs) Funny. I'm hilarious. Um, yeah. so thank you so much. I love that. I'm good. I want, I'm excited though about the karaoke piece, but like what's your go-to song? You oh gosh. <laughs> I haven't done it in first so long that I, I, I don't know. I usually love singing songs from Shakira. So <gasps> nice. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you so much for sharing that about, about some of those things about yourself. And mm-hmm. as you mentioned, we're both moms and I just feel such a strong heart connection to all my moms out there mm-hmm. uh, for babies included. And um, I just think that it's just, it's such a tremendous blessing and responsibility mm-hmm. to take care of these little people and to make sure that they're safe and, and that their well-being is top of our mind and, I just remember, you know, being a single mom and making five fifty an hour and trying to take care of this little baby and, you know, how hard that was. And 
I just think it's really important to recognize that we as moms, like we're dealing with real issues, real life issues, real time. And there's not a ton of preparation for that. I mean, oftentimes, especially for our new moms, we are, you know, encountering real life issues that we have no real experience around. Like, and a lot of the times we're just learning as we go. Oftentimes I think we're learning by making mistakes, <laughs> learning what not to do first. And when the stakes are high, like with our children, I just think that, you know, we kind of are just doing the best we can. And mm-hmm. oftentimes that's enough. But you and I have both incorporated something into our lives that has been meaningful and you are way more awesome at it (laughs) than I am. But I want you to talk to our listeners, if you wouldn't mind, just a little bit about your morning practice and how that has changed and evolved over time and how that's impacted your life. Definitely. I am a huge fan of the morning practice. And what that is is an opportunity for myself to really get centered, to really be intentional about my day, about what I want in the future, and to listen to my higher self, to the mystery of the universe, to the higher being speak to me. So for me, it constitutes a couple of things. I was introduced to this idea through um, our coaching program, both you and I are in. And the way that I kind of took it and practiced it was by reading a book called The Morning Miracle. I know that other folks in our um, community have recommended that book. And it's called The Morning Miracle by Hal Elrod. And it has a very specific way of going about your morning practice. And the idea is that so many successful people have used morning practice and use it every day and have found it essential to their well-being and their success. And so, you know, if there's people like Oprah and, you know, those kinds of people recommending it, well, then (laughs) there's got to be something to it. Right. So I started it. And let me also say that I am not a morning person at all. (laughs) I suffer from insomnia. So I end up staying late. So this was a bit of a challenge. I was like, I really came up with it and just was struggling. I was like, how am I going to do this morning thing? I am not a morning person. Getting up early is not in my cards. It's not easy. Um, my kids sometimes still wake up early and, you know, how am I going to make this consistent and really make it work? But I knew there was something to it. So I was dedicated. And so I did what I did needed to do to, to go to sleep on time so that I could wake up early. And so right now, what my morning looks like is I, my alarm goes off at five that is early. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? And I have this beautiful alarm clock that it's a sunrise alarm clock. I, I want one of those. Yeah. And it's definitely helpful because it wakes you up kind of naturally and easy and not so, you know, blaring at you. Um, so I wake up at five and I'm usually still a little groggy. And the first thing I do is 
Um, I put on my headphones and I still, I stay in bed. Some people like to sit down when they meditate or, you know, go to a different spot on the couch or I stay in bed actually, because <laughs> I want to still be cozy and in bed. I put in my earbuds and I do a guided meditation. And so um, right now my favorite guided meditations are called Journey into Meditation by Lisa Guyman. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they're about 18 to 20 minutes. So I do that first. It's a little extra time to stay in bed. And and sometimes I don't do that. Sometimes I do a, a full meditation just on my own without, you know, without a guided um, podcast. Um, and then after that, I go to these wonderful goddess guidance oracle cards that are also popular in our frenzy life circle of friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and so these are really wonderful little cards that just kind of give us inspiration and guidance. So I read those and then that also helps start the juices flowing as far as ideas to write about. So after I do my Oracle cards, I go on to journaling and I take about 15 minutes and I have a couple of ways that I journal. I have the five minute journal, which is nice for people who haven't really journaled before. It, it gives you a nice structured way to, to think about what you want to write. It gives you a couple of spaces to talk about what you're grateful for, a couple of spaces to talk about what would make today great, and then a daily affirmation. So it kind of, it's nice for somebody who isn't just a free form writer. Right. And then I also sometimes go into my blank journal and write about a topic, about a life situation, about anything um, in there. After I do that, I then move on to reading. And I have a couple of things that I read. Um, Let's see. So one of my favorites is a book by Ellen Cohen called A Deep Breath of Life. And it gives you a daily passage. I think you have a similar one um, by Ellen Cohen. Yeah. And so I go in there and read one page And if I have time or not, I move on to something else. I've got about five books that I'm reading right now, whether it's um, just a nonfiction, a fiction, a self-help book, a health book, or a parenting book, something that I feel like reading that's going to be inspiring, that's going to get me feeling great. That's kind of what I go to. Mm -hmm. The next and last piece for me that's important in my morning routine is exercise. So around six o'clock, I have only about half an hour left of my morning to myself before my kiddos wake up. And so I have a rowing machine downstairs, but I also do um, Zumba. Sometimes I'll put in a Zumba video, I'll put in a yoga video, or I'll just row and listen to a podcast. Mm-hmm. As well, you were the one who got me into podcasts. So <laughs> I'm so thankful because it's a whole new world. Oh my gosh, it's so I'm so obsessed. <laughs> yeah, you you share some of your favorites, and so now I've been tasting all these different podcasts, and so I usually do that while I'm rowing because it, you know it's something useful 
with my time. Um, I love that. I love that. That's kind of what the morning looks like for me. So, and I love the idea that our morning practice, we can, we can play with that and we can, it doesn't have to be specifically in the morning, but you can, you know, I, I think that it's preferable that you start it in the morning, but you can really play with it and design it in a way that works best for you and is most meaningful for you. I am just wondering, so like, let's talk a little bit about how this morning practice has impacted your relationships specifically with your husband and your children, if you wouldn't mind spending a few minutes talking about that. Definitely. So when I started this all, I was, ah, I was like, okay, people say we should do this. I guess I should, I should try. And I was kind of at a point in my life where my marriage wasn't the best. We were having a hard time. Um, honestly, I started this around the new year. So January of this year and last year, my husband's father, um, sadly he committed suicide and that was a huge, huge situation for our family, a huge occasion. Um, just a lot that went into grieving about that and, and, it was just a, also a big stressor in our lives for the entire year. We had my mother-in-law come and live with us for about six months after that and then um, move locally. And she was originally in Orlando. So that was a huge trauma for us to kind of process and deal with. And Gosh, I can only, I'm so sorry. Thank you. Um, yeah. So at the end of last year, you know, we were really kind of spent, kind of emotionally spent, emotionally torn down, just getting by, (laughs) just surviving. And that was difficult on our relationship. It was difficult for our kids um, who, you know, were, were missing grandpa and didn't quite understand, you know, what that meant that he, it's their first significant family member who has passed away. So we were in a place where, you know, we were not working well together. We were not communicating well together. Um, We were both individually stressed. And, and so that just took a toll on our marriage. Um, So when I started this morning practice, that's kind of where I was hoping for some sort of relief in my life. And, and so really what has come out of it, and I, and I really do attribute it entirely to the morning practice. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, my husband decided, Hey, I'm just going to be Mr. Agreeable. And it kind of came out of nowhere. And, and I realized that I, I kind of really manifested that with him because there was so much that he was disagreeable to in our relationship and just in our day-to-day life, you know, in taking care of the kids and helping around the house and, and, you know, all of those things. And I realized that I had shifted my energy to be more positive, to be more hopeful, to be more um, just not so bitter and unhappy that I believe he also shifted 
his, and he wasn't practicing. He, he does a morning practice in the sense of he exercises in the morning, but he doesn't, he hasn't read the book. He hasn't you know, done any of the other stuff. And so that was huge. When I, when I manifested Mr. Agreeable in my husband, that was really, really huge. Do you think he was aware of like the change in himself? Yes, I think he was. And I think he was proud of it. Yeah. Um, so it, I think it was, it was definitely a huge shift for us in our relationship. You know, we, we were able to talk more, communicate more and, and it really kind of set us up for the next few months, which were also challenging for our family. Um, I was going to kind of mention from there, we had recently found out in January, was January, February, somewhere around that time that I was pregnant with um, our third child. And it was unexpected. Um, It was a surprise. And so we were excited about it, happy about it. And I have to say that had that pregnancy happened the year prior, it would have been a different situation. And actually I did miscarry the year prior. So we were kind of in that situation the year prior and, you know, we were not in the same state of mind. We were not, you know, it was more of like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? You know, we weren't planning on this. We don't have enough space in our house. Do we have enough money? I don't think we have enough money for another child. Right. All those normal things that come to mind. Yeah. So when we did find out this year that we were pregnant, you know, it was a different situation. I was more hopeful. I was, you know, excited about it. We were definitely in a different frame of mind and a different attitude about the whole thing. And I have to really pay tribute to the morning practice for that because it was definitely instrumental. What what ended up happening was that we got devastating news that the baby had trisomy 13, which is a, a major chromosomal abnormality. And so then we were in a new kind of situation where we had to figure out what we were going to do. A lot of people in the medical industry and the medical field really guide parents towards um, terminating those kinds of pregnancies because the child comes out with a lot of abnormalities, a lot of severe health issues. Some and most babies don't actually make it to term. And if they do, they don't survive very long after they're born. So it was a huge kind of situation. And this was March for us of this year. We had to think about what we wanted to do and, you know, why and how and <laughs> and everything with that. So it was a lot of trauma, just kind of dealing with the diagnosis, but also envisioning what the future would hold and, you know, would we be able to handle it all? The thing that really came out of it, um, sadly, I, I did miscarry, but what I really found helpful in that situation was that I, I could listen to myself more instead of looking to others for answers. And that really came out of my consistent morning practice. 
because there were lots of opinions about what to do, terminate now, wait, do more testing, you know, all these different options. And my inner voice was telling me to just wait and see what happens. And so I really pushed that with my husband and initially he was fine, you know, let's wait and see. And then he, he had um, strong opinions about terminating. And so that was difficult for our relationship, but I was really adamant that regardless of our opinions and uh, regardless of what happens with the pregnancy and the baby, that we would come out of the situation stronger and closer together. That was huge for me. And that is what happened. We were able to really communicate well and to talk um, about these really deep, deep, deep issues that we had to decide on. But I really attribute it to my morning practice, really keeping me centered and what I wanted to feel like and who I wanted to be and, you know, listening to myself and my intuition. And that is so hard to do, isn't it? It is. You found your morning practice before this um, this traumatic event. Yes. I feel like it's such a blessing for you and your family. It was. Sorry for your loss. And I'm just so grateful that you had had this in place before that happened. Me too. Yeah, me too. Hi there. Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to take a quick moment to share with you a message from one of my sponsors and we will be right back. I recently read an article that said 81% of Americans would like to become a published author. Chances are you're one of them. I know I am. So what's stopping us? Well, for me, it's a lot of hard work. It's time consuming. It's painful and expensive, right? Not anymore. For my next book project, I'm teaming up with hassle-free books and they are making it so easy for me to become an author. They're removing all of the fuss and struggle and making it smooth and simple. And it's far more affordable than you could ever imagine. Go to hasslefreebooks.com and use the promo code SHAR to receive a 10% discount off of any book project. Get started right away and you can become a published author in as little as 45 days. And don't forget to send me a copy of your signed book, please. What are you waiting for? Get your story out there. Visit hasslefreebooks.com promo code SHAR today. You've been through so much, Stephanie, and I just feel like um, I I just feel like you have such this peace and and confidence in yourself, um, and your and your your life and your instincts and all those things feel so aligned. And I love that about you. And I told you this before. It just brings such um, a, a calmness to myself. Um, mm. Just being being around your energy, it's really you have just really um, incredible energy, and I just. Mm. I love that about you. And I, I think to myself, like for those moms that may be out there just trying to find five minutes, uh, you know, that just um, can't even imagine being able to afford to spend that amount mm-hmm. of time on themselves. What would you say to them? And how would you encourage them to just dip a toe in? Yeah, I definitely, um, first of all, would say that I totally understand that. And that I've been there myself. And 
you know, that is definitely where, what I felt like at the end of last year and diving into this practice, I was feeling like there was just not enough time for anything. Um, how was I going to fit this in? There's no way I could make this work consistently in the morning. There were a lot of reasons why it wasn't going to work, <laughs> but I knew that the people recommending it were um, feeling really passionate about it, and you know, were people that I trusted. So I was going to give it a chance, and. When I read The Morning Miracle and I kind of learned about the things that the book talks about and the way that he describes it is he calls them life savers and the letters of savers stand for silence. The S is for silence. The A is for affirmations. The V is for visualizations the E is for exercise, the R stands for reading, and the S stands for scribing or journaling. I have it right here. Yeah, good job. Yeah. So um, when I, you know, came across that, I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to fit all of that (laughs) in the morning? (laughs) There's just no way. So yeah, I also was feeling overwhelmed, but he also talks about how you can just start small and that's the way I did it too. I said, well, geez, my bedtime is usually 10 30, 11 30, 12. How am I going to wake up before my kids wake up? So I pushed my bedtime back half an hour and then I pushed my wake up time back just about 20 minutes. And so I just gave myself 20 minutes at first. And really, you know, if it, if you even start with just 10 minutes, it's going to be huge and impactful. And it doesn't have to be all of those things that I just described. It can be one thing. It for myself has definitely changed at first. I started with, you know, all of those things and I was really structured about it, but it has evolved over time and it, it does change. And I've really come to understand that there's no perfect way to do it. It's really what is going to work for you. Mm-hmm. So if that's just journaling, if that's just reading or just meditating, or maybe three of those things, or maybe a quick visualization and journaling or a combination of any of them really is going to be fine. It's going to be perfect for what you need. So starting small is definitely what I would say to anybody who is feeling like they just don't have five minutes to get it done because the impact is huge in your life, definitely huge. And so it's really worth it. And I think for me, what I found quickly when I was manifesting things like Mr. Agreeable and my husband or this closer connection that he and I had, or just more calm with my kids, um, more patience. Um, When I was finding those things happening in my life, I knew 
how valuable the morning practice was. And so it just kind of reaffirmed everything and made me want to make it longer and longer and longer. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. When you think about the name morning practice, just it's kind of like even with like yoga, it's practice. It's, it's, I don't think it's ever perfect. It's no, make, make carving out that time for yourself and protecting that time. Yeah, and and how important it is that we have some peace and quiet and stillness in our life. Definitely. And I've even played around with putting some of it in the evening at before bedtime, like my journaling and some of my reading and then doing the other stuff in the morning and piecing it out morning and evening because it really, anything really works. So much for sharing all that with us. I'm, I'm just so grateful. And I, I just am so grateful to know you and for to have you here. And I'm so happy that you agreed to share some of your story with us today. And for those moms out there giving them the encouragement um, and the space that they need in their life to just show up for themselves and put themselves first. And I love the idea of starting your day that way. Before we close, I just want to be respectful of your time. But before we close, would you mind talking to us a little bit about your new business? You are a business owner. And yes. I think what you're doing is incredibly important. So if you wouldn't mind just spending a few minutes talking about your business and telling our listeners how they can get in touch with you and how they can work with you. Definitely. Yes, I'm super passionate about moms and parents in general, like you are too. And so my business is focusing on parents and families. My company is called Ready Now, and my focus is on personal emergency readiness. And I do that through workshops and in-home coaching um, in the greater Seattle area. But for me, I'm really passionate about helping parents and families, communities and neighbors to come together to build a plan for an emergency, to get all the supplies that they need, and to learn some new skills that we are going to need in an emergency. Some things that we might not know now, we might need to know in that kind of situation, like filtering water, how to keep warm without electricity and things like that. So that's what my project, my business is about. And for me, it's really come out of a traumatic situation that I was in. I was stuck on the 520 with my kids in the car the last time we had a major windstorm in the area. And I happen to be with just my kids and in my husband's car. I don't know why we were in his car and he wasn't with us. So it was just us. We're sitting there. They closed down the 520. And um, we had nothing. It was about two o'clock and the kids are starting to say, we're hungry. We're thirsty. And so I was in this really stressful situation where I had nothing for them and I didn't know how soon we would get to get off the bridge or, you know, drive around or find something to drink. How long um, were you there? We ended although, up being there probably a few hours. minutes feels like it does. Time sort of stands still. It ended up being, I believe it was over 45 minutes, mm-hmm. like around an hour for them to cart everybody That's off fine. the 520. So After that, I said, okay, I just need to get myself ready. (laughs) I need to be ready for this kind of situation. Every fall in this area, 
we have windstorms, we have snow sometimes in the winter. And, and I thought if I'm going to get myself ready, I might as well help out my neighbors, help out my community. So that's kind of where this business came, the idea came from. Well, what you are doing is so necessary. And it just kind of right along with what we've been talking about, you know, before life throws those curveballs at us, Mm -hmm. just incorporating things into our life to make us feel more ready where mm-hmm. we can take on anything. And, and uh, I'm just so glad that you're you're doing that. And if if you wouldn't mind just maybe sharing with folks, like how can they, how can they get in touch with you? Sure. Yeah. I, I love folks to stay connected with um, this business and this project on my Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash ready now for emergencies. And I, post a lot of stuff on there about um, tips, how to, you know, get ready, things to keep in mind. And it's a place for people to ask questions too. Cool. Before we go, you want to share one tip? Ooh. <laughs> one, little, one little nugget. <laughs> one little nugget of goodness. Um, yeah. For me, I think one of the biggest things that people don't think about is the fact that you might not be home when something happens. And so it's really important for you to have not only your supplies at home, but a small kit in your car, you know, for the situation that like I was in where I was 20 and then something at your office Mm -hmm. and even something in your kid's backpack. What a great idea. So yeah, that would be my big thing is having your little versions of your emergency kit in all the major places where you might be. And opening up those conversations with your kids. Thank you Mm -hmm. so, so much for joining me today. You're welcome. Great information and such great content. And I just thank you for being a part of it. And I, I just want to just, again, just Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you for having like starting the conversation about this and really just trying to help parents and help moms in particular. Um, Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'll talk with you soon. Okay. Okay. Thanks so much. You bet. Bye-bye. Hey everyone. Thank you so, so much for tuning in and for helping me to connect with other moms of addicts or loved ones who are struggling with addiction in their lives. If you have questions for me, comments, suggestions on future show content, or perhaps there's a topic, a specific topic that you would like to hear from an expert in the field, I would love to hear from you. I am also interested in sharing your voice. So if you have messages of hope or personal stories that you think would resonate with our listeners, please send me an email. You can type me out a message or you can include an attachment um, to an audio clip with your voice. You can send that to Shar at beyondhoperadio.com. And with that, thank you again. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Beyond Hope. For show notes and more, head on over to beyondhoperadio.com. A huge thank you to recoveryinnovators.com and James Healy. Thank you so much for putting up with me. 
<laughs> and for helping me to um, produce and launch the show. I couldn't have done it without you. You are so awesome. And to anybody else who has been considering uh, working with James, highly recommend him. Please go over to his website and check it out, recoveryinnovators.com.